You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. You're on the 95 BFM Breakfast Show. My name's Rachel, and in the studio, we've got Morgana O'Reilly uh, to talk about her beautiful show, which is getting a return season, Stories About My Body. Kilda Morgana, how are <laughs> Morgana, you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a treat to have you in here. Last time we spoke about this work, it was over the phone. The I world know. was all, you know, different, and it's <laughs> everything shifting all the time. We've just been talking about it off air. Yeah. But it's so exciting to see this show get a return season. Thank you. I know. Oh, I'm stoked. It's awesome. And then all of a sudden it's next week. Guys, it's next week. Everyone, it's next week. <laughs> Get a ticket right now. Straight in there with the plug. Next week, next week. Just go to qtheatre.co.nz. Mark your calendar. Get it in your calendar. Uh, like it's not full enough. is the place to go uh, to see this from the 30th of November to the 3rd of December. But what's it all about for people who maybe haven't had a chance to go to the yes. first season? Well, I sort of like to pitch it as it sits somewhere between storytelling and spoken word and stand-up because mm. um, it is it's just me I've never done a show like this before where I just address an audience I really do just tell a story my last solo show was like a full family of characters like the first scene was a physical fight between siblings <laughs> just nice. me um, which I did in living rooms and that was awesome um and it really showed how much people just really like to be told a story a hundred percent right yeah. and like so it's sort of a opportunity just to tell stories um it's an opportunity to it's a kind of a love letter to my 12 year old self who hated her little bod so much and still does from time to time to be honest (laughs) i think that this has been the big thing uh people have spoken about this show is that you're kind of i guess addressing you know long conversations with yourself about your body and and weird pressures that society places on us that sometimes we're aware of and sometimes we're just not aware of until it's too late or we've clocked it in the you know in the sort of haze of time or something and people have come out of this show feeling very empowered about their own sort of agency and their own selves through this. I'm so glad I think also because I made the show I've said this so many times so I'm sorry if you've heard an interview with me before and like oh shut up (laughs) never (laughs) but I I made the show that I needed to see that I just really wanted to see as food for me and like that classic thing of I'm 37, so growing up, uh, my formative years being the early 2000s, late 90s, now we can really see what that sort of did with... Yeah. Like, I did do a retro um, rewatch of Friends a few years ago, and it was genuinely very comfort foody and mm. problematic in its own ways, but um, also it was just like those women, bless them, they're probably genetically like that, but they were very they small. small. Like all of yeah. them, everybody on television everywhere and I remember it was only until Titanic came out (laughs) shout out Kate Kate baby keeping it real with some a little bit of extra something that I because I wanted to be an actor and I just everything I saw I was like and this is me as also just a little white girl as well like we're talking about representation and yeah 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 beyond you know um and so when she came out that was like oh maybe I can do that yeah Yes, and then you know it's done things like had babies and things like that, and it's amazing bodies. They can really they really get us from A to B. You know <laughs> they're all so great, totally. And I think one of the things that um, has been interesting thinking about that like return of the two thousands into fashion at the moment is people are having these conversations I see a lot of like the Gen Z conversation online Mm. about this where maybe this wasn't 
in the media at the time but people are talking about how a lot of that fashion really suited particular bodies those yes. bodies that were on friends those That's bodies that were on TV right. and now the tiny low rise jeans are back and the little bandeau tops and they're super great if you look like a little yes. stick or if you've got the confidence to pull it off but there's a lot of people in between those two yeah. spaces or actually if you're also that there is a certain body type which is actually just young yes that is like 17 to 25 a lot of people's bodies behaved like that and then didn't behave like that especially after you you have babies mm. some people genetically return to a certain shape but others don't and uh you step into a different archetype yeah and one which i'm finding interesting mm. as possibly saying that you're not as attractive by certain standards, mm. but we are with we are internally upholding these standards as well. One hundred percent. So yeah. I just think it's really interesting to be pulling those apart mm. and like looking at them, you know, really examining, because nobody is thinking about your body in the way that you are. No. So you can be the first person to go. Oh, well, instead of calling that gross, maybe I'll call that juicy. Yeah. Or instead of calling <laughs> that awful, maybe I'll call that glorious. Like, what does that do? How does mm. that change everything around me? Um, and then how do you change your brain to be able to do that stuff? Like, yeah, absolutely. going for a walk is not to lose weight. It's to keep your brain from eating itself. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, we've all learned that one over lockdown, haven't mm-hmm. we? <sighs> It's one thing that I, I wondered about this show because you've done these, uh, you've done it a few times now, and you're bringing it back for this new season. Do you, does your relationship to the work change, or have you noticed it's changed since you first started creating this work? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, it's every time I tell those stories, it helps to, and I find a new thing. Mm. I mean, in a way, it's sort of no different from even if I do something that is. Um, not my work, n- not my heart song, and is the work of a ca- this voice of a character. Yeah, I do find the more I do it, every time I'm like, oh, that's what they meant. Oh, that's an interesting thought that I hadn't thought about. So yeah. every time is delicious, and so I, yeah, I'm constantly finding new things, and it's helping, <laughs> helping. But also, it's just a joy. Like it's, it's a joy to share. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. You want theatre to be able to make you feel something, you know? Yes. I'm really, big on that. Especially yeah. now when, like, what we were talking about before of, like, it's a big deal to leave your house and go out and you're making a big decision to do that. And I really feel that live performance has to give you something that you didn't get at home on Netflix. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, back in the day you'd go and see Chekhov and things like that and it would give you a very domestic life on stage because you didn't get it anywhere else. Mm. Now I can, you can watch Shorten Street. It's a domestic world. You can watch Netflix. You can watch the most incredible worlds uh, on your television. But live performance gives you something visceral that is so unique. Oh, it totally does. So what can people people expect from this show as you said it's kind of a high it's a hybrid sort of (laughs) world that you've created with just yourself on the stage but what what kind of stuff can people expect I what I really love from the messages that I get afterwards um I think I think it gives you that feeling of pathos which and Mm. um you get a nice journey I hope of some solid laughs Let's have a laugh about it. I'm really into facts. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we like a good fact. So we tell some facts. So maybe you walk away sm- smarter. Uh, something to talk about dinner parties. Nice. And, <laughs> and then it gets quite, um, oh, I want to say emotional, but that makes it sort of sound like woe is me. But it just sort of gets quite, if you've seen the show, you'll know this reference. It gets powerful. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe you get to have a bit of a cry. Maybe it can be mm. a bit cathartic. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I think that sounds great. <laughs> and I think we all need a little bit of that after the uh, year we've I all bloody so been too. through. I think ready to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> Morgana O'Reilly, your show is on very soon, the, in five days' time, in fact, the 30th of November to the 3rd of December. This is Stories About My Body at Q Theatre. Yes, come along. Let's laugh and cry and then face Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. With a, you know, a confidence in yourself. Oh, I yeah. Feel. That's a good oh, way that's to do such it. A good, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll use that one. Thank you, Morgana, for coming in this morning. It's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. We'll put a link to the tickets in the podcast, uh, but also just head over to the Q Theatre website and snap them up. Thank you so much. Yay, thank you. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-cart. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.